Hello and welcome to Worship Conversations by Awakened Generation, where we are passionate about equipping and empowering the church in all things worship. If this is your first time hearing of Awakened Generation, we are a worship missions organisation based in Singapore. In this intro episode of Worship Conversations, we are going to share more about Awakened Generation, who we are, what and why did we start this podcast. Alright, my name is Delphine and I'm your host and I'll be hosting the conversation today with Kelvin and Ellaris who are in the house! Thanks for having us, Del. Hi. <laughs> so, uh, Calvin Ellaris, or lovingly known as Kelleris, um, are the founders and senior leaders of Awakened Generation. And in this last year that I've gotten to know them, uh, amidst all the late night wonton me, and uh, yes. I think the main highlight that I have uh, in my interactions with them have been the conversations. <laughs> and we always talk up a storm. Yes. Uh, and today, we're going to invite you into that storm with Welcome, us. Welcome, guys. Welcome to our world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, maybe you can tell our listeners, right, what um, is Awakened Generation and what's its story? Awakened Generation. <laughs> well, Awakened Generation is actually a, a worship and missions organization. And one of our the, the primary things that we do is that we run a worship school. Yeah, so um, we started in 2015 mm -hmm. with... Uh, 49 students um, from churches all across Singapore and um, you know our heart has been to equip worshippers not just in the musical skill which is important for worship but also in the heart uh, and character mm -hmm. of a worshipper and so yep. from 2015 then the school just started to grow mm. and every year you know the Lord just added numbers um, to um, to the student cohort and also the mentors who came on board and mm. you know we expanded from from just songwriting vocals guitar and keys to many many other streams i think we have and about what 12 streams now yeah yeah, yeah. and and mm. and we're excited because this year is our first year launching a track for the the chinese church so we actually have um uh, uh worship leading and songwriting in mandarin yeah. so Super excited. I really just feel like God is just expanding mm. the work of Awakened Generation to equip uh, worshippers, not, not just in Singapore, but, you know, different different language groups, different, um, different nations as well. Um, so that's something we're, you know, looking forward to and we're excited for. So, and beyond the school, um, I'm sure some of you guys may have heard of our music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awakened Generation music has been, you know, one of our primary activities as well. Um, because the the phrase that the Lord gave us for starting this ministry was to unlock the sound of worship mm. in, in Singapore. And so every year, you know, we've been gathering songwriters um, and we've, you know, recorded, you know, live, live recordings, mm. um, albums every year uh, for the church to yeah. sing. And, and so that's what we're super passionate about about leaning into hearing God's voice, um, his heart for the church, and to, to lead these songs and, and for the church to be encouraged and edified and have direction with, with what the Lord is saying over us as a people. Mm. So, so yeah, so that's aging in a nutshell, unless I missed out anything and my dear husband, Cal. What is the third part of our <laughs> component of our ministry? Well, it's, uh, you know, of course, the, the ministry has three components, which is, um, the worship school training ground, of course, the um, production. production house, which is where we unlock the sound of worship. And of course, a third component of our ministry is 
missions and outreach where we, we minister not just in the local churches, but we also, uh, as a lot of leaders in the nations that we are invited to minister and, and you know, through worship and evangelism as well. And so, of course, COVID has mm. taken place last year, um, but, you know, we're not restricted from doing that through Zoom. Mm. And, um, and of course, uh, so, I mean, I, f- I think the focus this year has really been more in a local setting in, in this mm. nation here in Singapore. So, yeah. Yeah, so I guess also in a nutshell, AG is a, a community of mm. passionate worshippers. Yeah. You know, so it's, um, yeah, it's an amazing community <laughs> of, of people who are just, you know, in love with the Lord and fully devoted to Him and that we, you know, express, you know, this heart of worship through through the instruments and, mm. the, you know, the tools and singing and, and songs that He has given us. So, mm. yeah. So what has been your favorite part of having founded AG? Uh, now that I know that you're in your seventh year. Yes. And uh, Calvin has been um, talking a lot about how seven is a number of completion <laughs> uh, and blessing. Um, so now that you're in seventh year, right, maybe we can uh, do a bit of sharing about what's your favorite thing um, so far in your journey. Or maybe a favorite moment or story that 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 took place through whether missions, where sharing your music, or in the worship school. I think for me, it's um, I think a, a dream that I had several years back, where I, I I dream of the the greenhouse where you know where we I saw people coming through the greenhouse and then seeing them flourishing and thriving and growing and being being planted. And then seeing them being taken out of the greenhouse and planted across the globe, and uh, either you know nations or even in their sphere of influence, and I I see that very tangibly right now, especially for for uh, different students that have graduated from Awakened Generation and you know gone back to the local churches or went out uh, in 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 pursuing their their dreams and their calling with the Lord and just seeing them flourishing, mm. I think that has been one of the highlights for me. I I, I look forward. You know, uh, you know, being able to witness them coming in, f- in the in, in the first, f- you know, especially in the first time when they come to school, mm. and seeing them, you know, really excited and and seeing them nervous or seeing them going through um, what it's going to be like for this year as I say yes to the Lord in in joining the cohort and then seeing them at the end of the year, especially when when it comes to the uh, pre grad party where we do pre grad party and hearing testimonies of. The transformation and the journey that God had taken them through, and yeah. and that just warms my heart when I when I'm able to hear testimonies of how God has just been able to help expand their dream, expand their calling, and and not only that, seeing them finding purpose and community mm. uh, within uh, the AG community as well, and and being able to co-labor and partner and collaborate as well. You know, what I mean, about you? my my heart definitely resonates with that. Like, I think my greatest joy is is seeing like like the transformation of lives mm. you know from from the people who have come through AG and have encountered God and who have just flourished in the culture and and then actually seeing them become leaders mm. like so this is like really a, a a highlight for me you know like just you know different examples of you know like um, for example, um, Ian, who is the, the school overseer mm. for, for AG now, he was our student in, in 2015. He was, you know, a vocal student. And I remember he shared that 
that year he actually was praying and because it's always been his dream since he was a teenager to serve God in full-time ministry wow. but the door just never opened and mm. then he suddenly saw this little ad on Facebook for <laughs> for this worship school and he joins and and then the following year he you know he he joins our team full-time and just now to see him flourish mm. as um, you know, a worship revivalist um, yeah. leading the church in worship and writing these incredible like songs of worship that mm. draws us into the presence of God. It's yeah, it's one of my greatest joys really to mm. see those who have come through just with a heart to love and serve God, and then now to see them, you know, giving their lives fully um, to to His purpose, and then yeah. they are impacting lives i mean it's not just ian like for example pastor alex who's gonna lead the mandarin mm. uh worship leading stream he was our student in, hey. in 2015 and at that time he was uh, a property agent and <laughs> he'll share this story with you and it was on the mission trip to penang yeah. with the ag team that uh he he felt the the lord speak to him about full-time ministry and now he's serving full-time as a youth pastor wow. at his at his church you know so all these stories, like these are just, you know, two of, of many, um, but seeing this whole community of worshippers, you know, then being raised up as leaders and mm. now they are the ones that are running the classes yeah. and this, that, that is, you know, I feel like Cal and I as, I know we, we feel like in a sense like proud, you know, spiritual mamas and papas, even though we're, you know, we're kind of young still, but, but, but just to watch that, like, yeah, it, it just really warms our heart. Yeah. No, I think, I think the joy for us is always seeing um, people encountering God and also um, really coming to know and their identity in Christ mm. as sons and daughters and, and you know eventually seeing them coming out to become ambassadors for God mm. and so that, that is the, the journeying part that you know it takes to, to nurture it takes to come alongside to cheer them yeah. uh, to help empower by, by encouraging affirming in not just their their giftings, but also in their character as well. Yeah. And so, you know, so these are just some of the testimonies that Ellery shared, which we, we, we hold it dear to our hearts mm. and we continue, on to, we, we continue to see that more and more uh, as the Lord leads us the, in the coming years. So yeah. Definitely, I was a, I was a student um, last year and will be a student this year. Woo. Student mentor too. Oh, and a student yeah. mentor. Yeah. We're upgrade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think definitely uh, my experience in AG has been exactly what you described. That it wasn't just about growing in my skill as a as a songwriter or as a musician, but it was really about cultivating that heart and that relationship oh, uh, with God. And yes. and I think I wasn't expecting much when I came. <laughs> not that not that I didn't expect much from AG, but I was That's just cool. like, yeah. oh, this is. This is uh, just see how the year goes yeah. la. and then and when then the bang. year started it was like COVID and I was like whoa oh. like so yeah. hard to be a song like be a real community player like in doing on Zoom and, and all that but then when we came back after after Circuit Breaker wow it was just like pff, of yeah. like encountering God at yeah. like our convergence sessions yeah. and hearing like calories share their hearts and it was just like so powerful and yeah amazing Amazing, you guys are amazing. And then it's honor you for your hunger as well, Del. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I think I think God really responds yeah. to that, right? So you know, when we yes, come into an environment of of His presence and worship, you know, it's it's not just about the learning, but it's about mm. like how much 
I want to offer up every single part of my life to know this amazing God and and yeah I, I, you know I felt like you 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 carried that hunger and, and therefore like you know the more hungry we are the deeper that we go in, yeah. in God's um, destiny and yeah. his purpose for us so yeah I honor you amazing so I'm gonna come to this uh, podcast recordings with a real hunger. Yeah, yes. Uh, and then we can eat lunch. After <laughs> and then we can yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, you you mentioned something about AG being. I mean, the the worship school is is so powerful and seeing people's lives transform. Um, yeah. But then you also talked about your your production house and how you want to unlock the sound of worship. Maybe you can just share with us a bit more about. Yeah, why? What's the significance of that? Mm. And and what was the the word or the vision that got laid on your heart? Um, yeah. when we talk about unlocking yeah I mean yeah that, that was the specific phrase that, that I felt the Holy Spirit mm. say unlock the sound of worship and you know I feel I feel creativity has been something that like the enemy has tried to steal mm. from the church mm. yeah because uh, when 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 you're moving in creativity what you're doing is that you're you're you know you're speaking with God you're, he's showing you things in the spirit mm. um you know whether it's songs or a vision mm. or you know lyrics or melody, and then what you're doing is that you're 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 co-creating with the with with the Lord. You know He's speaking to you, and then you are putting it in your own sound out, and then that song then becomes this um, uh, you know point of revelation that that people hear, and then they get invited into their you know journey with God as mm. well. So. Um, yeah, so so our our heart really has been that that um, songs really carry power, you know, power to um, uh, give the church life because what we're doing is that we are um, uh, hearing from God and we're releasing what He's saying, and it gives the people of God uh, purpose and and vision and mm. and direction, and so there is something also so powerful when. Um, these songs come from the people of the land, mm. right? Yeah, because I mean, you know, of course, we we love and we cherish all the the, the global worship songs that yeah. come out, and sometimes God really releases a, a profound message mm. through the global church. But there are also songs that He will release specifically for a nation, mm. you know, and um, and I believe that the people of the land carries the 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 authority. You know, yeah. because they were born there, they grew up in the culture, yeah. and and so these are the ones that um that have the authority to actually like listen, listen in, and then to speak directly mm. to to the rest of the people in the land. And so, yeah, so so that was what um that was the heart, you know, mm. behind why why we felt you know um writing worship songs is something that is so so key. Yeah, yeah like songs just it brings life it, it gives direction mm. you know to what god is is saying you know i think like the powerful thing about songs is like you know you can you can write something and then you know someone else was like that was what i was feeling the entire time mm-hmm. but i didn't know how to put it in words but yeah. this song completely captures my heart for god yeah, or wow. this song completely captures what he's saying to me yeah. you know and so it it just you know creates this channel of for like um a resounding agreement, mm. you know, to be made with with the Lord. So, I I definitely agree with what Elry shared, and I think that music has gone alongside with nations. I mean, if you think about it, like that, you know, the the definition or the def- in terms of a nation is 
is is not just defined by you know in terms of the characteristics of what it represents, but song is attached to that. Mm. You think about every nation, there is a national uh, national song, mm. and it brings definition. It it declares who we are, it declares about our country, and you know it causes you to be uh, proud of your nation and so forth. And so, um, songs have always come alongside, and 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 it's important that as we as we uh, release songs we're actually declaring and decreeing of what God is saying mm. uh, in the present time and I love hymns I love I love the different songs but I feel like that you know um, the church becomes alive when there's new f- new fruits and new mm. wine is coming through it and songs is part of that mm. and every generation talks about the songs of their time mm. and so what is the mm. songs of this time that the Lord is speaking wow. to this generation yeah. and so and if we need to hear songs that God is speaking to the present time, then we need to raise up songwriters mm. that will speak the language of this season and this era uh, so that, that it, it decree and declare uh, for God's people to, to walk in that. And mm. yeah, so... I think one amazing thing mm. uh, from seeing how AG uh, produces music or writes their songs um, is I think it's the most powerful thing is that it was is always songwriters from many different communities. Yeah. In um, Christian yeah. communities, right? Yeah. I think in the past, like when we hear a worship album from Singapore, mm. it would often be from a church, mm. a specific church yeah. that or um that had resources to to build that yeah. that, you know, um or to create this album. Yeah. But yeah. then with AG it's like you know, um, any like people from all different communities come together and yes. and agree with yes. the song and the revelation yep. behind the song. Yep. And so when it's released, <gasps> it's like so, you know, powerfully applicable yes. or relevant to so many people yeah. in in the land. Yeah. And and that's just so. Yeah. Oh, unique. you summed it up just oh. perfectly. No. Thank you. Yeah. That is why you are leading this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for, for me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um. So when we were just talking about um uh, worshippers or songwriters from many different countries, uh, countries. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we hope to have many different songwriters from many different countries. Yeah. Eventually. But um, yeah. what I meant to say was that AG is a community of worshippers from many different communities, many different churches. Um, and what's the importance of that? Was that part of the vision that God gave you, or yeah? I I think is is to highlight and celebrate the beauty of the body of Christ. Mm. And I think that you know every local church is important. Um, they represent a facet of the community and facet of the nation that they they lead in. And so I mean, Ellers and I are very blessed over the last seven years to journey and connect with different local church pastors and leaders, and just really being able to glean in and hear uh, from them and f- from what the Lord is speaking to them. But in the same time as well. Uh, being able to connect it with worshippers mm. um, and so every every church carries different strength mm. um, and you know the Bible talks about it that you know uh, you know a, a hand cannot tell you know a part of the body that I don't need you and I, mm. I don't need the hand and so forth we all need each other we all recognize our strength and so when 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 the different parts of the body comes together it, it sums up you know, you know the, the wholeness of that and so mm. Um, and so being able to, to recognize the, the importance of not just the individual, but collectively, then you are actually being able to represent a voice. And so um, for us, it's, it's, I think it, it really, 
it's, it's not just a, a brand or name or a denomination. I think it's just the fact that 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 the important uh, part of what we desire and what we hope and we walk in is relationships. Mm, yeah. I mean, it boils down to relationships. If I have no relationships, if I'm not in agreement in terms in the spirit in the things of the Lord, um, then it's hard to gather. But when, but but when we are after that one thing, which is to behold the Lord, to bring glory to His name to really see His presence fall on His people, to see revival happen, yeah. we can agree with that. Yeah. And so for me, that, that has been something that, that we, we cherish and we value uh, when it comes to gathering with the community of believers who, who just want to encounter God, who just want to see God being, being, being magnified in, mm. in our nation, in the land here. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the other um, part of AG um, that I'm always that I'm so uh, amazed by is that you see AG not just as a worship school and to empower mm-hmm. the local church, but it's also a missions uh, uh, missions organization, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I joined AG backstory, everybody, uh, <laughs> is was well a friend, a good friend of mine uh, uh, was part of AG. She was like, "Oh my gosh, you will love these guys," and I was like, "Really, man?" <laughs> Speaking Let truth, me see. yeah, I was yeah. like, mm, "How do you know I love them?" Uh, but I do, I do love them. Uh, it was the video. That that um, Ian and Alaris, uh, uh, they were talking about their trip to Israel um, and how that God uh, uh, wants us to sing songs that would draw people mm. to His glory and to, yeah. to behold Him. Yeah. Uh, so, But, you know, worship as missions is a rather unusual thing, right? Like, all the missions trips, mission trips I've been on have been like, oh, because I'm like in charge of the guitar or like worship, right? So we will maybe like worship at the start or, yeah. you know, host kind of the ministry. Um, but to think of worship as as missions uh, is is rather unique, right? Yeah. Or, or at least I, I haven't really explored it. Yeah. So what what is worship missions? Yeah. Uh, and what does AG do with yeah. that? I mean, yeah, it's it's interesting when 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 we first started Awaken Generation, like you know, the Lord spoke to us those three things that we were going to do. So one was the equipping the worship school, second was the production house, unlocking the sound of worship, and the third was missions. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I felt you know we were like we were going on that journey ourselves, like trying to you know figure it out and, and ask the Lord like you spoke missions and how does that how does that look like? And so we always knew that this was part of the assignment. Uh, for Awakened Generation and the Lord, you know, He, he will unfold that story, mm. you know, and, and I felt like in the last two years of Awakened Generation, like we've gotten more and more clarity mm. with regards to um, to worship and missions because I think traditionally, yes, we, you know, I think the church has seen these two things as very separate uh, topics, right? That that worship is you know, in its in its most minimalist form, you know, it's like it's the fifteen minute runway at its service before the word, you know, <laughs> and then missions is like oh that's when you you go to you know um uh, another nation, you know, and then you plant a church or build houses. Oh, you build houses and that teach, kind of thing. Yeah, teach language and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but I really felt like the Lord said that in the next chapter of missions, worship is going to be at the forefront Fine, because yeah. worship in itself is evangelistic and and let me let me explain this um to you so i mean um 
you know, we went on this journey of, of, of trying to st- uh, study this topic and one of um, this uh, amazing quotes that, that we came across, which I know, Dale, that, that you know because you've been reading the book, is by John Piper, and he actually says this, Missions is not the ultimate goal of the church. Worship is. Missions exist because worship does not. Worship is ultimate, not missions, because God is ultimate and not man. When this age is over and the countless millions of the redeemed fall on their faces before the throne of God, missions will be no more. It is a temporary necessity, but worship abides forever. So we can see like, you know, worship is at the forefront of like God's heart. It's the reason why we go on missions and it's the end point, which is what we want to see uh, the nation's worship and yeah. for Jesus to receive Man. his reward, yeah. you know, and, and I mean, just a very personal story. You mentioned Israel and Israel has been, you know, a point of missions for us in the last two years for the AG team. We never knew we would get caught up in this story because mm-hmm. we were always like, uh, Asia, like that's where we will do mm-hmm. our missions. And suddenly the Lord opened this door um, for the team to go to Israel Um not only to to learn but also to to minister and there was one night that we were uh hosting a worship night in in Jerusalem and um long long story short um this be- beautiful jewish girl she came to uh she just heard the worship music from outside was so drawn by mm. by in her words, the beautiful music that she came in and she encounters the presence of God, mm. she immediately gives her life to Jesus. The next year we come back, she's this beautiful spirit-filled believer who loves worship, by wow. the way. Um, you know, and um and one of the profound things that, that she said to us on that last night of worship in twenty nineteen, she said, Oh, my only question is because she got saved by, you know, like just hearing the music from the outside, because she was actually part of a light festival mm. that was happening and she was eating an apple pie. <laughs> and then the Lord just totally interrupts her life and yeah, and so you know, the last thing she said to us was, My only question is why as believers do we keep our worship to the four walls of this place? Why aren't we out there so that more people like me can come to know this Jesus? Mm, yeah. wow. You know, and, and she was saved um, in an environment of worship. Yeah. You know, I didn't need to, you know, have this intellectual debate with her on, on who Jesus is and why he's real. She, like, we just beheld the glory of God in that place. She was like, what are you guys looking at? Why, wh- what are you guys beholding? And she then comes to encounter the presence of God wow. and she immediately gives her life to him and then that's when we're invited to then share the gospel with her and then she went on this beautiful discipleship journey with the, with the community in, mm-hmm. in Israel. And um, yeah, so you know, that, that story was probably one of the most profound um, yeah. testimonies that, that we've ever been been a part of because... Um, I think that gave us revelation that like, mm-hmm. hey, no, I think as a church, have we kind of, in a sense, sidelined worship? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, it's just an activity for believers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we look at like the story of King David and how he set up the, you know, the tent of worship mm-hmm. in public and, and, and hired these um, musicians and singers to minister before the presence of God night and day and that people could behold that and then mm. come to know this God of Israel mm. you know like I, I believe the next chapter of missions is is going to be the same way oh. that worship will be at the forefront and that we will be hosting the presence of God and and and, and I, I do believe it literally has to do with music and singing mm. yeah because we we know that um I mean it you know scripture exhorts us um you know that that um 
that, that you know God is looking for for songs mm-hmm. um, songs from the nations to rise and you know when Isaiah um, 24 yeah Isaiah 24 that, that we've been reading uh, perhaps Calvin can um, can read that out um, for us but 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 yeah, songs are a, a big part of what um, God is looking for. When I say songs, it's like songs from the hearts mm. of worshippers mm. that, um, that, that every tribe and tongue would be worshipping Him. Mm. You know? And I do believe it literally has to do with, with um, singing and music. And So yeah, Cal's going to read out. And, and, and just to add on to what Ellery's saying, that it's amazing, I mean, not amazing, but the challenge that last year at 2020, many of us remember that COVID, you know, this monster came in and, you know, really took up, disrupted the nations and, and, and brought a lot of uh, pain to a lot of people. And, and you know, a dear friend of ours, uh, Samuel Whitfield, who kind of share and talk about Psalms 24, and it really highlighted to me that, that, that Isaiah prophesied, and he has not even seen this, like mm. he's, this is before now, his time, and yet he saw that the nations, everything was put on hold and mm. every activity sporting events entertainment uh it just there's such a huge disruption mm. and yet you know i'm just reading from isaiah 24 verse 14 and then it talks about the you know before that it talks about the doom and the gloom and and then suddenly in verse 14 it says they lift up their voices they sing for joy over the majesty of the lord they shouted from the west Therefore, in the east, give glory to the Lord. In the coastlands of the sea, give glory to the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. From the ends of the earth, we hear songs of praise, of glory to the righteous mm-hmm. one. It's almost like the Lord is giving us a glimpse of what it means that in, in dark times, in trouble, uh, where people are, are losing their mind or they're just going to, in, into depression mode, this is where the Lord says, now my people, would you begin to sing to me? Would you begin to declare truth over your life? And I feel like the Lord is highlighting that singing, it is part of His activity, is part of the heaven activity to declare truth mm-hmm. uh, over the darkness, over the dark places. And so um, to highlight that, that is very, very important. And so, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the most amazing thing that, you know, like Prophet Isaiah, like from thousands of years ago, mm. he was prophetically hearing these songs from the east, from the coastlands, from the west, you know, and this was a time before the gospel had even gone out mm. to the rest of the world. Mm. And he heard these songs of the Lord coming from the ends of the earth, the nations of, of the world, mm. you know, so so this is, that, that's why we know that this is something that, that, that God is looking for. He's looking for um, um, the song of the Lord um, to rise forth from the worshippers from, from every nation. Mm. Wow. That's so profound. <laughs> I just—it is quite a deep and intense. Topic. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, and I think, I think recently we've just been lamenting um, the fact that because of COVID and restrictions, we we can't sing in church, and how that has made such a difference in the life mm. of the church. Yeah. Um, and it's different when you sing with believers around you, when you hear sounds resound. You know the song, the voices yeah, resound it's a, around it's you. It's a corporate beholding. Yeah. That that it is a very integral part of our faith. Yeah. yeah. And like what Kel said, um, what was it a few nights ago? You said, um, yeah, but I guess you know absence makes the heart fonder. <laughs> so I guess we realize like how important worship and singing is so, to the life of the church. I, I I I mean this is my my observation and my opinion. Um, 
I mean, you must you must question, you must ask why, you know, in the first place when COVID happened and all the local churches, what was taken out from the churches? Was singing, was worship. Hmm. And, um, and is it because the doing of, you know, in terms of the restrictions and so forth, or is it because the Lord is highlighting that perhaps worship has not been revered hmm. in His presence? And, and, and I want to say this in, 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 you know, don't get me wrong, but, you know, just, just to really do a hard check. I mean, have, have believers, even ourselves, do we show up in church late just in time to hear the Word of God and skip the worship part? Mm. I mean, even, this is even going close to home, when we are watching a worship, um, worship service online. Do we skip the worship part and go straight to the sermon and message? I mean, this is really profound to, to think about that. And so, you know, so I, I feel like that that God perhaps is resetting. He's bringing the heart of worship back to our homes, beginning with prayer altar, beginning with a worship altar, which means to host His presence, to, to actually welcome Him. And that's our, that's our role as, 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 as worshipers, as music ministers, is to is to 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 minister to the presence of God so that the Lord will minister to his people. Mm. And and I and I think that that right now there is a hunger and a growing a yearning for, for the Lord and, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, when you're hungry, you're open to eat anything. But when you have a buffet table you become picky. Mm. And so Worship is not about karaoke. It's not about preference of songs. It is about the posture of the heart. Yeah. And so I, I worship the Lord because I want to align my, my thinking and my will with His will. Yeah. That's why Jesus prayed, not my will be done, but your will. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the, the battlefield between earth and, and the Lord is always my own will, what I want to do. And we expect the Lord to bless us. But yet worship actually goes beyond your intellectual thinking goes right to the heart. And that's why Jesus says, love the Lord God with all of your heart first. Mm. It is your heart. It is your heart that will take you places where your mind cannot fit. Mm. And so that, that is something that, you know, when we saturate the Lord with His word and His with singing, we're actually renewing our mind by declaring songs of God's truth yeah. so that it aligns our heart to act into what God has mm. called us to do. And so... Um, and so I, I feel like that's very important for every believer is that you, we don't just sing songs just to feel good. We sing songs because it is truth. Yeah. Truth prevails. Truth sets people free. And Jesus says that my people worship me in spirit and in truth. Mm. Um, that's why he talked to the, you know, the story of the, the woman of Samaria, the woman at the well. And she was going on about tradition. You know, mm. my our fathers worship in this mountain. Your father worship in the mountain. You do not know what you're worshiping, and yet Jesus understands tradition. He understands all the different uh, format of doing things. But he says, "But there will come a time right now, and it's time right now, that my people will recognize worshiping is about spirit and truth." Mm. And when you understand that, it changes you the way how you view the world. It changes you how you you see things through the lens of God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I, Lots of I, nuggets there. Yeah, so many nuggets, great nuggets for the hungry soul. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I think over the next couple of um, months as we release these podcasts, um, we will definitely delve much deeper oh, yeah. uh, into what it. worship is. But I, I think what Kel and uh, Calories have, have just shared um, has just opened up this new like idea or this new perspective of worship that I think all of us just need, or at least myself, definitely constantly need reminders of that. When we worship, it's not for, it's not for us. I mean, yes, God ministers to us in worship, mm. um, but it's really to minister to the Lord. And I've just been, over yeah. the last year, learning what that really means. Yeah. That, you know, the, um, yeah, that we come to worship really is to minister to God. And what does that look like? Yeah. You know, like we, don't, we may not get anything out of it. But we do. We do get stuff out of it. <laughs> um, yeah, we get new perspectives. We yeah. get peace, you know. Yeah. But the beholding is just so transformative yes. in that sense. Um, but yeah, maybe... what, what, Why did we start this podcast? <laughs> you know, like... Oh, <laughs> what's your vision for this podcast? Maybe just to, to conclude today's session, let's just uh, talk about this podcast. Like, why, why did we start this podcast? I think um, I think there's quite a quite a lot of conversations that revolve around you know what we do in the waking generation and of course I think the often you are the one that brought it up in terms of hey you know love to hear more of sharing from the leaders behind the scenes and conversations but I think it's important that we we do talk about worship mm. as not just as a topic as a subject but as a theme in the local body of Christ and um, and you know that worship it's not just yes it's singing yes it is music. But worship is actually is a lifestyle. Mm. And so how do we give our worth to the Lord and what can we bring before the Lord as an offering, as a sacrifice, which in Romans 12 talks about it, that mm. to present your body as, as a holy and, and, and living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to Him, uh, that is our spiritual act of worship. So everything that revolves on our life is worship. Mm. It's giving our best, it's giving the, the first fruits of our of our. Of our things to the Lord mm. and so and, and Jesus highlighted that in, in Matthew 6 um, 33 it says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added but the problem is we flip it the right, other way around we want to add things in our life but yet the very thing that is worth more than these mm. is actually his presence mm. who he is in his righteousness in his right standing with the Lord and so you know, that's why we begin this podcast and just begin to share our hearts and our thoughts about different perspectives of worship, uh, not just uh, maybe in songwriting, maybe in relationships, maybe in, in the area of um, cultivating our inner life, um, you know, derived from our stories with Awakened Generation and the greenhouse mm. uh, that the Lord has given uh, us the, the privilege of building over the last six years and entering to our seventh year. And so we just like to share our hearts and, and being able to, to give perspective when the Lord speaks. And, and mm. so, yeah. What about you, babe? Yeah, I mean, worship is what we are born to do mm. as believers. Like, it's, it should be our first and primary. And that's the, it's supposed to be the priority, mm. you know, in our lives. And out of worship, that is when we are effective in the assignments that God mm. has called us to do, whether it's evangelism or missions or discipleship, all of that, mm. you know. And so, so we, we just felt like, you know, like God wants to call His beloved, you know, back to that place mm. of, of just, hey, let's not fret about all the things that we need to do, but come back to His feet yeah. first, just sit in His presence, 
you know, give your life, your whole life as an offering unto him. And, and then he's, he's going to lead you and he's going to empower you by his spirit mm-hmm. to do all the things that, that he has planned, you know, for your life. And, and so we felt like this message and all the nuances that has to do with this theme of worship, uh, yeah, we wanted it to go out there, you know, to, to the wider body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, you know, our students in the school, we delve very deep into to mm-hmm. all of this and it's not just you know the, the 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 spiritual understanding but also like the practical and mm. and the music side but yeah but definitely uh, on the spiritual side we we felt like yeah we we just wanted to create a channel in which people could grow in the mm. lord by by listening to to these conversations yeah you know um and and just fall in love with jesus like that's yeah. that's our heart so good Worship as the fuel and the goal of everything we do as Amen. believers. That's uh, right. Uh, thank you so much, Calaris. And thank you, Del, for sharing Del. your heart with uh, with me, with us, our listeners uh, today. And and I'm so excited. Uh, I think I wasn't quite expecting like that. The po- I'm obviously of course. <laughs> every time I talk to you guys, I always go with like, huh. I have to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just so exciting that we can have other people join I know, us. I know, uh, so Join cool. in with us. Uh, and we're so excited we have a journey um, with yeah. other and with you, uh, our listeners, to this podcast. Um, and together, I hope we will grow um, as worshippers of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and yeah, if it's, as you heard from uh, Calaris, one of our primary activities at AG uh, is running a one-year part-time worship school. Um, so if you're a musician or creative or you want to grow in your leadership or you're just like to find out more about who we are you can definitely check out our website awakengeneration.sg right thank you for joining us on this episode if you enjoyed what you heard subscribe for updates when we release new content and leave us a review Uh, you can also leave voice messages on this podcast so you know leave your voice message introduce who you are uh, where you're from uh, and we'd love to you know maybe at some point feature some people on our podcast and we can answer your questions as well alright you can also check out Awakened Generation's music on Spotify or YouTube Ellery's premiered one of <laughs> uh, the new songs that was just yeah. literally just written yeah we wrote it a few weeks ago yeah fresh off the press yeah <laughs> literally fresh off the press so uh, if you're keen to check that out it's on YouTube as well we must give some plugs yes. uh, alright see you next time for Worship Conversation see you bye take care bye